0: Thank <laughs> you.
1: And welcome, this is the World of Boating. Gregor, first mate, Barry the Boater, Mike the Mariner are the crew today as we navigate the latest boating news and information and, and talk about my worldly travels of living on a boat, which <laughs> makes me an official boater uh, like uh, two notches above uh, Barry the Boater, and uh, I don't know if I, well, Mike's on a boat now, so I can't really <laughs> wait, wait, wait. promote how big, myself how big? above him. how big
2: big is how big is this boat
1: the boat was 125 feet long that's a yacht uh that is a ship it is a boat it's a you know it's interchangeable barry we're not going to rehash all this
2: nonsense again no you're going to use proper nautical language on this show
3: well
1: i am and it it was a boat we went on we lived on a boat yeah so tell
3: us about this boat, uh, 125 feet. I want to hear about this. This yes. is good.
1: Well, it was a 125 foot live aboard dive vessel, which means you live aboard it, of course. You know, <laughs> just like yours. Yeah, you can live on stay yours. Stay Yours is a stay <laughs> yeah, aboard. You can live them. On- yeah, of course. No, no, it's a live yeah. yeah, and uh, but this one's set up for diving. It is one of the mm-hmm. biggest dive charter live aboard vessels in the Caribbean. One of the highest rated as well. It's very nice. Uh, you know, it has, it has kind of that yacht look to it for sure. When you're looking at it from, you know, from the waterline, uh, cause it has a lot of the, you know, fiberglass kind of construction as opposed to like a steel hull freighter or something that they've converted into a liveaboard, which a lot of, a lot of dive vessels have done that, uh, by the way. But, but this looks more like your, you know, traditional yacht. You're right. We were anchored cool. off the coast of the Turks and Caicos and we were, nice. uh, actually, uh, Anchored off one of the very high end resorts where a lot of movie stars go, and they they spend oh. like two grand a night. And we were sitting at the top of this boat, and they were like looking at us, going, oh, I wish you could be us." You're standing on the boat with
3: binoculars, looking back at them, right?
1: right. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, one What's time the name of the boat. Uh, well, it, uh, it's the Turks and Caicos Explorer Two, which uh, Explorer Ventures uh, Liveaboard Dive Company owns. And, uh, but, 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 you know, last time I was on that boat a few years ago, uh, uh, Will Smith and his family was at that resort. And so we were looking, you know, looking for him. We didn't see, uh, see him then. And on this, this time we I was just looking over there to see, but I know they were looking from the beach going, gosh, I wish we could be on that. yacht Like those high class divers, you know, <laughs> they're, they're paying over two grand a night and trust me, it wasn't that much for us. Uh, so it kind yeah. of, from a distance, it looks more maybe swanky than than what they they think because you know we're out on the water. We kind of look the part. Uh, we're wearing bathing suits, and board shorts, and that kind of thing. And when all those rich folks are looking from the beach, you know, you bend over, moon them, and move on. <laughs> you know? and you're
3: walking around with your uh, with your cocktail and
1: yes, you know. yeah, the drinks are included. Sunglasses, on this vessel. It's like a fedora. cruise ship. Uh, you know, it's like a cruise ship for divers. Is is what this uh, whole setup uh, is like. But we cruised around the Turks and Caicos Islands and did some uh, great diving. The weather was, uh, well, you know, the the downside is we had a nice breeze all week, so it kept the uh, air temperature very comfortable. Because you know, it's been really hot all even over. out there. Okay, yeah, No, But there there was a constant breeze. We had about fifteen knots of wind. Uh, going, which wasn't enough for it to whip up the seas too much, uh so we still had okay diving it stirred up the viz a little bit, Barry, which is sucks for divers right, and we couldn't go to this place called French Key, unfortunately because it's unprotected, so we we stuck to uh, the Turks and Caicos main island and West Caicos, which is a little uh you know off to the west of the main island there and less inhabited and that kind of thing so we had some uh, pretty good remote diving and things like that over there but because the breeze was going, it stirred up the Viz, brought the Viz down a little bit, and uh, you know, we we didn't have that gin clear water I was hoping to experience that I have in the past in the Turks and Caicos. That said, you know, if we wouldn't had the breeze, we would have probably, you know, uh, you know, uh, caught on fire.
3: <laughs> so you were you were on the boat the whole week?
1: Yeah, for an entire week. Yeah. Saturday to Saturday. And- yeah. So uh,
3: all the meals, all the prep, all that stuff yep. and, and there were no ports of call or anything. No ports. Just, you know,
1: we're on a boat you just left. on your own private boat for for a week with about, you know, 20 divers. So it's wow. uh, pretty sweet, pretty sweet.
3: And you didn't stop at any in, any nope. other ports to uh-huh. go walk around there was, or anything. There so was no port to go to.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. West Caicos is just a kind of deserted island, and you know, has some kind of cool beaches and rock shore and and stuff. We could have taken the dinghy out there and just kind of cruised and explored, but we didn't even do that. You, you just stay on your boat all week, but, dive, eat, sleep. I, you know.
2: Yes, I Barry. believe what I believe, Mike. What they do is that as they fly over in their little seaplane, they push out the passengers. And they open up a parachute and then kind of float in, and then they pick them out of the water. Incorrect, a Barry. Incorrect.
1: will no? <laughs> <laughs> uh, launch you get... with,
3: a, with a catapult or something. Yeah, right. And, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're going to get a demerit
1: for that one. Uh, <laughs> that is not accurate That's, whatsoever.
2: What was the depth you were diving at? You said that the uh, viz was not great. Well, was we're doing shallow,
1: recreational uh, diving. We're, a lot of walls. You know, the, the dive profiles are pretty similar. Uh, around the Turks and Caicos where you just have, you know, this sandy, uh, white sand beach underwater, you know, maybe about 40 feet or so, and then you'll hit a wall and then it goes off into the abyss. So you can go down as deep as you want. Recreational limit, 130 feet, 130 feet. Yeah. So, but I don't think I even, pra- uh, I didn't crack a hundred feet all week. You didn't need to. So just cruise along the wall, which is, man, I'll tell you, that is the best type of diving. It's so What's easy. What's the water
2: temperatures now?
1: Uh, well, that I'll get to that, but just just oh, okay. real quick, I, I just want to say if anybody listening right now is not a scuba diver, uh, let me. Uh, this is the closest thing you come to being in space when you glide off of the edge of the wall into the abyss, and you just float over the abyss on the side of the wall like that. I mean, there's nothing like it. It is total weightlessness, and it feels like you are in space because you kind of are. You know, that's how they train the astronauts. But it's yeah, really mm-hmm. an amazing experience. They kind of call it wall flying, and I was taken in full advantage of that all week. And uh, Barry, I know you're jealous. Uh, uh, you're a maybe a little bit. Yeah. yeah, yeah, as you should be. Suck it, loser. Thank so, you. uh, but you know, you can do it too, <laughs> just like anyone else. Okay, now so the water temp. and you know, we've had those stories where off the coast of Florida, they've evidently had some buoys measure like a hundred degrees water temp. Right, and I will on the say, side, yes, I will say this was the warmest water I have ever scuba dived in. And when on the first dive, we jumped in. I I wasn't even really thinking about it, but I'm just diving in board shorts and you know a rash guard, and that's it. That's usually what I would do in the summertime anyway in the Caribbean. But I'm diving, and about ten minutes into the dive, I'm like, golly, you know, I'm like hardly wearing nothing. And I feel kind of warm. This is weird. And I look yeah. down at my dive computer, 86 degrees. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That is it was warm like that in water. the Keys
3: a few weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. It was like that in the Keys a few weeks ago. And I was really surprised when we went down there for a mini season um, just how balmy the water was right. compared to, to years in the past. And, uh, you know, even where I am now um, here on the St. John's River, the, the water is uh, 90 degrees. Yeah, you know, close to ninety degrees in this basin, and it's really affecting um, the air conditioning systems on all the boats, including mine, because oh, yeah. you only get a, what a fourteen or fifteen degree split between uh, the temperature of the water and the, the what the air conditioning units can deliver. So, yeah. I mean, it it really does affect. It's not everything.
1: helping. Uh, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, eighty six degrees. Just that was the coolest all week. It actually hit eighty seven on one dive which i was shocked but you know you're down at you know 40 mm-hmm. 60 feet uh barry will back me up this when you're diving that that is uh really warm i mean that yes, is, is very warm i mean that's kind For of that little, deep yeah yeah the level i mean you kind of lose the refreshing element of scuba mm-hmm. diving like that when it's that warm. Oh, i, I, I sweet part I, my sweet spot's around 83 84 that's no, i, I like i like it warm though well, I do, I do too. But, you know, maybe for a night dive, 86 is good. But during the day, you know, 83, 84, you get that uh, slight refreshing feeling rushing all over your nether regions. All right, I'll stop. More coming up. Stay close.
0: You're listening to the World of Boating
1: Radio Network.
4: Ahoy, sailors and sea-loving scalawags! Do you feel lost at sea when your boat needs an upgrade? And does installing electronics make you want to walk the plank? Well, shiver me timbers and fear not, because MPI, Marine Professionals Incorporated, has come to the rescue. MPI is ready to steer your boat into the digital age. That's right, mates. The installation gurus at MPI can install the latest navigation gizmos. MPI installs all the major manufacturers of -of state-of-the-art entertainment systems. R, We've got speakers that'll make Davy Jones dance. And screens so sharp, you'll think you're watching Pirates of the Caribbean in 3D. So, if you're ready to sail the digital seas in style and party like a true buccaneer, call me mates at MPI 954-763-4161 or request your free consultation now at MarineProfessionals.com.
0: successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating. I do like the one. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. Sun,
4: sea air, good friends.
0: Brought to you by worldofboating.com Your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. Oh, Mr. Pirate! What will we do with a drunken sailor? What will we do with a drunken sailor? What will we do with a drunken sailor? And a light in the morning, hey hey, she
1: raises, hey hey, she raises, hey she brings right in the morning. This is the world of boating. Gregor first mate, Barry the boater, Mike the mariner, rounding out the crew as we navigate the latest boating news. And information, and, uh, you know, talking about my adventures on a boat for an entire week. Yeah, I got Barry beat easily. That makes me more of a boater this week than than he is, he, even I'm though his waiting. name is Barry the Boater. <laughs>
2: I'm I'm waiting for my truck to get repaired, and then we'll get the boat back out.
1: Okay. Well, for this week, I'm going to bask in the uh You can bask glory. in it
2: all, all you like. Yeah,
1: <laughs> you know, because it was sweet uh, cruising around in your own uh, private vessel. Uh, you know, for a whole week around the Turks and Caicos. Really nice place, by the way, to boat. You know, so if you have a oh, sailboat yeah. or you want to go down there, you know, it's kind of like, you know, south of the Bahamas. And uh, just, you know, and there's plenty of little cuts and things that you can shelter your, your vessel, be, you know, behind the uh, behind West Caicos on the leeward side and just anchor up on a mooring over there. And just, I mean, it's it's paradise. It just doesn't uh, yeah. get much better than that.
2: And, and he know. used the proper terminology, leeward side. Yeah, yeah. There you right. go. There, there's hope for you yet.
1: Yeah, but the wind yeah, did we keep won't. the uh, the you know the temperatures at bay uh, topside because I have been on this trip before where I get out there and there wasn't as much of a breeze and you fried like a lobster. Uh-huh. I mean, it was hot. I mean, the yeah. top of the boat like you could hardly walk across the deck without burning your feet because uh-huh. it was just radiating but uh yeah the cool breeze uh actually made it very 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 nice sailing for the entire week it just kind of screwed up our visibility on the on the diving a little bit but it didn't really uh, mess up things too much so enough about me i could go go on for you know the entire show and then next week but i guess i'll give mike the mariner an opportunity to chime in with something uh what have you been up to on your boat there buddy
3: oh just uh well uh A couple of repairs. I've had some uh, air conditioning issues uh, with the forward air conditioning unit. Got that repaired.
1: Yeah. That Um, had nothing to do with the warm water that you were talking about.
3: No, no, no. Actually, it's a fairly new unit, but the evaporator evaporator motor failed. So, had to order one of those, and it's pretty hard to get to. So, (laughs) a little bit of a challenge, but got that done. But uh, had a little problem with... I guess a fitting that didn't go back in properly, and I opened up a hatch after running it for six hours, and there was water in the forward bilge. So, uh, tr- chase that down mm-hmm. and got that fixed. Now, just uh, getting ready, we've got a tropical system that uh, looks like it's going to pay a visit to us next week. And, what? uh, so.
1: Uh-oh. Yeah, that's what we're hearing. Which, which so, one is what's What storm uh, name? Storm? It doesn't is this have
3: one? a name. It doesn't have a name uh, right now. It's a low pressure center over the Yucatan Peninsula. Yeah, and the uh, projection is that it's going to spin up and uh, head up into Florida. So uh, we're here. We're here at the boat uh, this weekend, spending the weekend just playing around. We're going to take her out later this afternoon for a little evening cruise, and uh, then when we get back, double up all the lines, get everything all set well, and uh, and prepared.
1: Well, so you're saying this storm out there, you're keeping an eye on that. That's going to screw up Labor Day weekend, isn't it? Potentially. It
2: could. Uh, it yeah, could. for people uh, up it, in the panhandle it, more.
1: Okay, good, because uh, I'm planning to go down the Keys. Oh,
2: good. <laughs> yeah.
1: I don't want it to yeah. mess up no, right. my plans. No, you're going to be
3: fine in the Keys. No, it's <laughs> right. probably, that's probably more than likely going to affect, you know, we'll be on the stronger side of the storm if it passes to our west. Yeah. So, uh I'm just hoping it's not a super soaker like we had uh, last year that, you know, caused all the flooding. That was just, you know,
0: yeah.
2: Horrible. you may want to disconnect your electronics in case of any, uh, electrical issues later.
1: Yeah. Right? Yeah. Don't bring that up, Aaron. Really? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. I yeah. came back to a no. nightmare and lightning strike to the <laughs> world of boating headquarters. So I came yeah. back from paradise, uh, and, and paid the price, you know, it was like payback time. And I, I've, Let's see. I just found out right before the show, I lost another monitor, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh man!" You know, three, four well, grand later, I got a second one
3: Karma. Today. It's never good when forty thousand volts goes through your wiring. I mean, no, you can test you it what. one time. Mm. That's that's a one time test.
1: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And you know, and yeah. I, I will say, I, I took all the precautions, still got nailed. So it's been hell week getting everything running, but I think everything's running today, and. uh if you're watching us on YouTube, Facebook Live, or Twitch, well, trust me, it's, it's a pure act of God that we made it on the air today, <laughs> and uh, a lot of uh, headaches and troubleshooting and everything, but I think everything seems to be run- running, so we're, we're good no, to go. that's good. Uh, yeah. And, uh, so so we didn't let uh, a little lightning strike ruin the world of boating this week, and you're welcome, awesome. or we apologize. <laughs> yeah, one on, of the two. Yeah, depending on your perspective. Yeah, but uh, yeah. Barry, why were you laughing when I said uh, I hope that doesn't screw up my plans for the keys? It was oh,
2: like, oh, just okay. because it was. <laughs> I hope I have a good time. I'm not worried about what's happening in the Panhandle this week. Yeah, we'll have a great time over Labor Day. Well, weekend.
1: no, I just don't want it to ruin my <laughs> you know Labor Day plans like everybody else in Florida. <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm not wishing any bad uh, luck. Oh folks no, I know that. but I he's know.
3: fine with it. ruining mine. I mean, he's,
1: <laughs> he's going to go to the keys and have a
3: great time. I'm going to be up here, you know, watching watching the boat and tightening the lines. And
2: <laughs> well, he wanted to hunt lobsters during the uh, beginning of the season, but he had all these other. That's right. You know, yeah. tough jobs to do, like going to the Turkish, Turkish, the Turkish Caicos, the Turkish Caicos, the Turkish Caicos, Turkish for chaos. a trip. Yeah. When he he tells me about the hard work he has going to these different dive destinations and flying Mm -hmm. to different air shows, and I I just shake my head and say, Somebody
1: sounds jelly. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, I've missed out
3: on uh, a day of uh, lobstering. So we went down for the mini season. Yeah. And on Wednesday, we we left right at dawn to head out to the reef. And soon as we got set on our first spot, this major storm rolled in mm. and, and it went from dead calm to white caps within 15 minutes. Wow. And, and so we literally, it, it, all the boats out there, there were hundreds of boats. You could see everybody had to go back in. It was really, really rough. So we yeah. missed out on Wednesday, Thursday, right. it was murky because of the, the previous day's storm.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But, but were you but, diving or snorkeling for them on day two or not? Uh, we were, we we just
3: freed up. Yeah. We didn't didn't take tanks out. Yeah. Um but no, it was it was bad. I mean we literally got there and and I think uh two of us got in the water for five minutes and we were like, get out of the water, we gotta go back in, this is gonna be bad. You mm. know, we're looking at radar, we're looking at the weather, right. looking at the wind.
2: A lot of boats the out there up. though, right? I yeah, assume
3: there were. There were and, oh the keys
2: on, is yeah on uh, mini season the lines on US one are amazing
1: yeah well yeah. coming out on uh, you know on uh, Friday well you but you were down there through the weekend right Mike
3: we were there for the full that full week right and uh, you know so you're talking about weather I mean if you could figure out how to put a trailer hitch on a helicopter you you were you'd well ahead of the game
1: that's right yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Well, uh, I want to find out if Mike actually got in the water at some point and did snag some lobsters because he has not said a word, one, about how he was uh, bringing some for uh, Barry and I to eat. We'll find out next of the results on the world of boating. Stay close.
4: This just got serious. Escape your commute with audiobooks from author Eric Douglas. Download to your phone. Go to
0: booksbyeric.com or audible.com.
1: Do you have a message or product you need to share with the boating world? Well, look no further than the World of Boating Radio Show. Just like you, thousands of boating enthusiasts are hearing this message, and we could be talking about you and your product or service as early as next Saturday. Remember, a terrible thing happens when you don't advertise. Nothing. Go to worldaboating.com, send us an email, and let's get to work to make your marketing message matter. Mm-hmm.
0: Successfully navigated the Sea of Commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating. I do like the one. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle.
4: The sun, the sea air, good friends.
0: Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast
4: the sailor man i'm popeye the sailor man i'm strong to the finish because i eat me spinach I'm the sailor
1: man. this is the world of boating gregor first mate barry the boater mike the mariner rounding out the crew all right so uh mike you went down to the keys for florida spiny lobster yes, season sir. mini season and uh did you already eat all your tails or were the ones for barry and i
3: well we've got we had Dump truck full. See, we we limited out so much that we had to get a barge.
1: Ah. No, I'm kidding. We, <laughs> kidding. No, you, we you limited no, we, out on we, the radio is what you're it, trying to say. It,
3: it, I limited out in my in my brain. Uh huh. No, we right. um we uh the second day was really the only day we got a chance to to go, and it was murky. We got about I don't know eight or ten, yeah. and of course we had a cookout um, every Thursday that that week. Every year, we have a big cookout and bring other families that we vacation with in. And, of course, we ate all the lobster. Oh, you
1: son of a...
2: What kind of boat
3: were you on since this is working? We were on my dad's boat. My dad has a uh, 42-foot Invincible. And uh, so so we take that down there. We move it down from Fort Pierce. He keeps it in in, uh, Fort Pierce. We move it down to the Keys every year uh, in July. Keep it down there uh, and uh, do some fishing and some lobstering and all that stuff. And then move it back at the uh, at the end of uh, July. Where do you keep so we it? we were about? on Hizbeth.
2: Behind the house. Uh, there,
3: there, there's a house that There's a house that we rent down there. the same oh, house every year.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah, we rent the, uh, the house. At the uh, of the GPS? Yeah, here it, here it comes.
3: Hell, yeah, I'll send you a drop pin so you Thank can you. Uh, crash the okay. party next year. Yes. Yeah.
2: Okay. Yeah, absolutely.
1: <laughs> yeah, I well, don't need no, any of we that. Have
3: a, we have a great time.
1: Yeah, we, just bring me some lobster tail next time. Yeah. Just put them on ice. You don't have to eat them all, Mike. Come on now.
3: Well, we didn't have enough to, to bring back, you know, oh, but uh, yeah. you know, we had a good time. We do it every year. We've been doing it since I was a kid, actually. Wow. So, and it, our vacations have always been around boating and um, four families that, that my parents were friends with all had boats. And so they started vacationing together when I was a kid. And now we're still vacationing together, you know, three generations later. So there's uh, kids and grandkids. and That's awesome. You know.
1: Yeah, no, that's what great, boating's all about. That's uh, you it, know you're making the best of it right there. Ain't absolutely. No yeah. So yeah. Uh, now I got to ask though, during mini season, you know, we were telling all the all the passengers to be uh, careful because uh, a lot of people come out of the woodwork for that event, including all the divers. And they may or may not be very avid boaters or, you know, they boat once a year. Did you see any kind of shenanigans going on or were you out in a remote area where you saw other boaters but you didn't have any problems with uh, the number of vessels out on the water?
3: No. So we were in an area where it's pretty busy, you know, off Key Largo. It's a pretty busy area. Yeah. You've got the Penny Camp, uh, Penny Camp Park there. And and people come out of Blackwater Sound and, and, and go out there to the uh, Atlantic side for the lobstering. You know, in years past, we've seen crazy things. It seems like over the past maybe five six maybe even up to ten years we've seen it be a lot more calm you know you, you see a whole lot fewer people getting stopped and and inspected and and it just seems like people are just keeping things you know more in check you know the, the craziness that you used to see with you know a hundred shorts you know and a cooler guy on the side of the road getting his boat impounded you you don't see so much of that or hear so much of that anymore it seems well, like good. people, have yeah i agree i mean I, I just think people have calmed down i remember some years where people did stupid things we were lobstering one time down in the middle keys uh in, in a cut between two islands and 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 this guy came ballooning through on his boat at at high speed and went right between two boats that had two dive flags up and probably i don't know six eight ten people in the water many of whom were kids and this guy just blasted right through you don't really see that anymore it just seems like people are maybe getting a little smarter i don't know
1: yeah a little more uh boating educated and that's good yeah. to see i mean you know you yeah. know, i because you know you always hear all these nightmare scenarios uh with you know divers getting run over and things like that that's never uh, something that actually happened
3: about. to someone i know um and it was it was big news about seven years ago off of uh, palm beach where uh, a, a diver got hit by a 40 foot boat i saw it on the news and then found out a week later it was someone i knew mm. and uh wow it was just one of those things where um you know in years past you would see a boat approach an area where there were three or four boats with dive flags up and you're like why would this person come in at this speed but
2: uh it seems like
3: people are being a little bit more careful these days. Well, at least where we
2: are. Sometimes they're running autopilot and they're not paying attention. You know, they've yeah. set their course up and the boat's just plowing right through and then all of a sudden they realize, "Wait, there's boats out here with the uh, mm-hmm. dye flags." So. Yeah.
1: Well,
3: uh Well, that it's, that's it's, just that, that's lack of situational awareness and that's that's absolute uh yeah, that that would be um <laughs> that's just there's no excuse for that. I mean, you have to have situational awareness and have your boat under control at all times. And if you're certainly navigating through an area that, you know, is going over a reef area or something like that, you shouldn't even be on autopilot. You should be well clear of those areas.
1: Very true. Yeah. Very true. And, you know, I mean, thing is, obviously, you don't want to be anybody's, you know, as a diver, you don't want to get hit by a boat. You don't want to be that guy, but you don't want to be the guy who hit someone either. I mean, no. you know, that's uh, oh, that's I mean, almost worse in some ways. I mean, well, not really. Well, no, but.
3: I wouldn't say that. I mean, uh, but, uh, my friend was uh, in the hospital for many, many months. Right,
1: <laughs> but the emotional but, scarring that, yeah. that, you know, whole thing yeah. would leave, if, you know, lead or leave. if, if yeah, that happened yeah. to you. So you can just got to be no, very, mid- very careful uh, during yeah. that time and, of year.
3: Yeah, and dive areas, you know, the, be- the best thing is still stay well clear of any boat that's displaying a dive flag. And uh, and keep your speed in check, you know, in those areas. Right.
1: Yeah. The only my only complaint, once again, is you didn't bring us any, Mike. How dare you? You could have bought some on the side of the road on the way back up and said, (laughs) hey, I caught these and just lied to us. We wouldn't care.
3: We i'll swing care. by lighthouse seafood my friend tim keeps uh some some
2: tails there all the oh, time I'll, okay now i'll drop gonna, them off all right it's gonna right? say uh, fished in ecuador or something <laughs> like that guilt them
1: into helping us out there barry i love this
2: you know uh in the keys there's a sheriff he has a great name sheriff rick ramsey
1: okay <laughs>
2: you ever heard that name before yeah um he uh was involved in arresting 11 people in a big GPS theft ring throughout Florida.
1: Okay. Good for him. So not only does he have a cool name, he's doing his job? Is that what you're trying to say?
2: He's doing his job. This uh, 11 people had uh, targeted 17 counties in Florida, including Bay, uh, Brevard, Brevard, Brevard. What is it? Brevard. 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 <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Broward, Collier, Charlotte, Duval, Hillsborough, Indian River, Manatee, Martin, Miami Dade, Monroe, mm. Palm Beach, Pasco, Pinellas, St. Lucie, and St. John's. Um, they were specifically after GPS, uh, equipment made by Garmin, which happens to be a top notch company. Mm. Um, right how now. They, how
1: did they catch them? Does it say?
2: Yeah, they, they had started, yeah, they started, uh, uh, watching these different areas, uh, tracking GPSs as as these boats would go by. And I guess, I don't know if they would drive there or they would actually go on their own boats to uh, steal this equipment. But, you know, a lot of boats are left at docks behind houses. Mm-hmm. And it's always made me nervous, you know, with Walt w- when he would have his boat out there, but he never had an issue. But uh, it was a big GPS theft ring. Uh, They've all been arrested. I know that. I was watching the news. One of them was arrested and then let out on bond, and the next day was out there doing it again. I guess he Hmm. had to make sure he had enough money coming in to pay for his defense attorney. Mm -hmm. Uh, So it's good that our law enforcement is out there and uh, catching these people because, you know, there's – it's become sad.
1: It is very mm-hmm. sad. Well, at least uh, Ranger Rick, or whatever his name is in the keys, is at least trying. So hats off to him. More coming up on the World of Voting.
0: You're listening to the World of Voting Radio Network. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the World of Boating. I do like the one. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. The
4: sun, the sea, air, good friends.
0: Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast.
2: You can't have five people or ten people uh, in a boat. So if it is a family of four or five, like husband, wife, and kids, they're going to have to pick two of them at a time.
3: They to would, go on yeah, the boat. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hey, Grace Ball, where did you get the right to tell me how many people can come on my boat? Nobody asked that question. Whoa, really?
2: It's on the boat or on the dock? Nobody said anything.
1: This is the World of Boating. Gregor first mate, Barry the Boater, Mike the Mariner. We are your crew navigating the latest boating news and information. And, uh, you know, uh, giving props to law enforcement, Marine Patrol doing their job, uh, you know, catching those uh, crooks that are trying to steal your GPS in Florida. They nailed a, a ring, I guess, which is good for Ranger, Ranger who? What You Rick- like his name. Rick Rick Ramsey. Rick Ramsey. Marine Patrol. Oh,
2: Sheriff. The Sheriff, yes. Okay. He's the Sheriff for the keys.
1: All right. Mm Mm-hmm. So Mm -hmm. uh, hats off to him for doing his job. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, what can you do uh, to protect yourself from having your GPS ripped off? Other than have I, it locked up in your house, like Barry does. I, I don't does. know
2: if I don't know if. Well, yeah, um, I don't know if you could take these big glass Garmin uh, GPSs and kind of lock them out when you turn off the boat. You know, put it, uh, have it set up with some kind of password that you can't open it or run it. But that, I mean, uh,
3: that wouldn't help uh, deter getting it stolen though
2: i mean well if you it's like isn't it true making it have, useless or something ask, or? yeah ask greg, greg because he loves apple products if you have an iphone that's stolen can't you disable it and where no one can use it it would just become a parts type phone
1: that is true you can yeah uh so yeah but they don't know that till they get it home and hook it up and all that stuff usually no
2: these they knew what they were looking for and they knew what they needed to steal and how to steal it without breaking it because it's kind of worthless if you break it True. So,
1: so but I don't yeah. know. Is there anything else? I mean, uh, that you can do other than you know, I, I, I take if you get a unit that you can that is portable, obviously, and you can take it out of the boat. But other than that, all yeah, you do is put some are- kind of panel on the front of it and you know, cross your fingers, I guess. You had any uh, ideas there, Mike, or what do you think?
3: No, I mean, if someone you know, any of the boats in this marina, uh, if uh, we've had a a few burglaries over the years. One one of which occurred when I was on my boat. Um, it the he didn't enter my boat, but when they were looking for him, the police officers looking for him boarded my vessel while I was asleep at like four o'clock in the morning. Um, <laughs> ah. we, yeah, that was a yeah. Uh, that, that uh, that's a story for another time. Yeah, but um, uh, there have been a few thefts around here. I don't remember anybody stealing electronics but there's there's been um uh outboard motors for skiffs uh stolen uh and just general gear you know bicycles and things like that uh, in fact i had a bicycle stolen off my boat about seven years ago uh here in this marina really uh, not, yeah but not bad you yeah, know it hasn't been well, that's you know, why they got uh, those
1: signs up there that you're not allowed on the on the docks unless you're an owner. But uh the booglers don't care. If they, they don't can care in there, right? Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I mean, honestly, and if you can't go over the fence and you happen to be in a boat, you know? Yeah. Oh, look, there's a boat heading down the canal. Oh, he probably lives here.
3: Yeah. Right, you just yeah. uh look the well, part. I mean, it, it can yeah. happen in in many different types of marinas, but a friend of mine must be listening right now because he just Texted me and said they need to stay in nicer marinas if they don't want their electronics stolen. But, <laughs>
2: well, there's that.
3: I mean, it yeah. can happen anywhere. Right? It can happen yeah. anywhere. Right? Yeah. Well, <laughs> and, just and don't I leave uh,
1: anything you know of value on uh, on the deck like a bike or anything It's easily accessible. Yeah. Other than that, other yeah. than putting like you know big glass you know acrylic cover on your electronics there's, with a lock. There's not a,
3: yeah. Th- there's not a lot you can do. I mean, it, uh, you know. Boats are not like super, super tight. I mean, I lock my door when I leave for the week, but you know, any boat around here can be opened with a screwdriver. I mean, they're just well, don't not say that.
2: Here. Well, I mean, no. If you've been on
1: a boat, you know that.
3: By the I way, mean, Mike lives in accuracy.
1: North Carolina. Just for the record, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right.
3: <laughs> there's nothing on my boat that's of any value when I'm not here. There's nothing here that that, that is worth stealing. It's so, not
2: worth going to jail yeah. or prison. Yeah. Over or getting, yeah. <laughs> or getting shot, yeah, or getting shot. I mean, because if, if you board my
3: vessel, uh, you know,
2: in, in this state, you're allowed to protect. <laughs> yep, yeah, that's right. Yes.
1: Um, you know. right,
2: mm-hmm. but uh, you know, it's just it, it's a lot of equipment, and there's got to be a way to you know, before you shut it down for the evening. I can't believe there's no password protection, not, nothing like you have for a computer where you can just type in something, a key, or you
1: know, to make yeah. it
2: less, you know, less usable uh, to the aftermarket. Yeah.
1: Right. Well, yeah. Just don't make it easy for them. Is what you're saying? Uh, right. Yeah. Uh, in, any uh, roadblocks you can put up in the way of the booglers, uh, the better.
3: Well, what I what I like is, you know, in like a marina like this, um, there's a lot of liverboards here, and they all look out for everybody. So I don't live here, but I'm here on the weekends. But when I'm gone, if something's going on with my boat, I get a phone call from one of my friends, you know, that's here. (laughs) Except when uh, Mike's
2: there and he's sleeping at 4am and they're looking for someone. What? Something happened? Well, (laughs) someone's not up at 4am, but yeah, that
3: was, yeah, I had a, I had a, a police officer board my vessel while I was asleep. He was looking for a burglar that had boarded another vessel down at the end of the dock. And, And, um, yeah, I had to have a conversation with them about that because that could have gone bad. That that was a bad, you know, Yeah. but, but, you know, in general, it's, it's not that bad around here or any other place. I mean, that I've kept a boat, um,
1: well, it's terrible down by uh Barry. Uh, Well, it is, Uh (laughs) is it? but he uh, has his boat in his garage uh, yeah so, well
2: yeah mine's in the garage and uh you know it's funny because walt has asked a few times uh you know he suggested hey i could leave my boat you know behind his house there in fort Lauderdale." and i said nah, no it's good it's safer in the garage
1: that's where it's going to live right mm-hmm. so the only way yeah. they're going to get barry's boat is if he has a home invasion uh-huh. which isn't that far out of the realm of possibility <laughs> In right. his neck of the woods, but... Yeah, Lake Mary. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. There's that. But, uh, I don't know. Where, where are you off to next, though, uh, Mike? I mean, so you're doing a, a thing for Labor Day, too? You're planning to be out on the water yeah, next weekend? We're just
3: gonna, yeah, yeah, we're, we're going to do a two- or three-day little uh, little jaunt downriver. I don't know how far we're going to get. Probably go to uh, at least... Uh, at least st john uh st john's marina or maybe maybe renegades i'm not sure uh yeah. we have some friends going to renegades but i don't think we'll go that far right um my son's getting married next month so i'm uh you know trying to you know, make sure we have enough time to to get planning done and things like that but i do need a day uh or two off on the boat it's time for that right a little yeah. overdue
1: you gotta have uh some some uh some mic time yeah. there you go. Right. What about you, Barry? Are you going to head out for uh, Labor Day weekend and do well, anything?
2: From what I, I've been told that uh, we may be going diving for
1: Labor Day weekend. So you will join us if this uh, pans out. Uh, the if way I, we if hope? I
2: if I if I can do it, I will. Yes, All absolutely. Right. Okay. I got two full tanks and I'm ready to rock and roll.
1: All right, and uh, maybe we'll uh, snag some lobster. I mean, that's a possibility too. That will yeah. be icing on the cake. We don't have to go lobstering, even though season what? will be uh, wide open. No, 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 no. The boys just want to get uh, get wet. They just want to go diving down in the keys. So if we do any Ah. lobstering, that'll be bonus. But but (laughs) what? You're not going to lobster? I mean, you're not going to dive unless you're lobstering.
2: No, I. If we're going to dive, then I can lobster, whether or not you know. But whatever I catch, then comes home with me.
1: Wrong. (laughs) No, there's a price to play. uh, Unless you're paying for my dive trip. Well, maybe I can uh, work a deal. I'll right. uh, work a deal, pull some strings, and, uh, you know, but I, uh, you pay me in lobster tail. We could do that. Okay. All right. There's uh, some buttering that's going to have to take
3: place. You're always trying to get some tail.
1: Hell wait. <laughs> <laughs> Who is it? Come on now. <laughs> <was> All right. <laughs> on that disturbing note, before we get any more trouble, uh, we'll wrap it up. Whether it's sail or motor, <laughs> life, is, life better is better as a motor. As a motor. <laughs> Safe <laughs> boating, everyone.
0: a burner. Swab. World of Voting is brought to you by World of your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. Any of this getting through to you, son? World of Boating is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated.
4: Computer standing
0: by. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past shows worldwide over the internet at world of <gasps> Computers can do that? So tell a friend and come aboard every week for the World of Boating. This is so great. I can't wait. I'm getting goosebumps. Feel me, feel me. The radio show devoted to